0: shocking to people that read my story or know, know me that I am still standing. And not only am I standing, I am thriving, I am affecting people's lives, I'm changing people's lives, I'm using what almost broke me to help other people and that is what we all have the capacity to do.
1: Welcome to the Throb Tribe Podcast. I'm your host, Charles Clark, and this is a podcast where you'll hear unfiltered success stories of everyday people who crushed failure and discovered their inner champion. Christine is a mother accomplished model and breast cancer survivor. In 2016, Christine released her first book entitled Walk Beside Me, a fictional depiction of her illness and long road to recovery. Christine has been featured as a breast cancer advocate and expert on Fox News Radio. Christine aims to serve as a spokesperson, speaker, and ambassador for cancer-related causes. Her story has been featured in prestigious magazines like American Sports Association, Inner Realm, The Art of Healing, Kindred Spirit, Outreach, and many more. I hope today gives you the courage to fight. I mean, fight, even when punches are thrown at you to the point of making you vomit, you have the courage to keep going a little longer, that you persevere in those tough times, because trust me, I know, like, life can be giving you so much hell, and you just don't know when it's all going to end, but by listening to Christine's story today, you're going to get the fuel. You're going to get that that burning desire to live, and, and not just live, but to give life to people, so today... I mean, put on your seatbelt because, like, this is some good stuff. Take some notes if you can and live your life because that's what thriving is all about. Ready, set, thrive. Christine, welcome to the show.
0: Thank you. I'm happy to be
1: here. Oh, listen, I'm so excited about this interview because I just believe you have an incredible story to share. And I know that Thrive Tribe can't wait to hear from you and, and your story of overcoming. So before we get started, just let the Thrive Tribe know a little bit about who you are, where you're from.
0: Okay, my name is Christine Handy, and um, I'm from St. Louis originally, and then I lived in Dallas for many, many years, Um, but currently I live in Miami, Florida. Um, I uh, I am a lot of things, but I'm a breast cancer survivor and a model and a mother, and I work as a breast cancer advocate. And I'm on the board of a, a nonprofit called eBeauty, uh, which is a wig exchange program for women in treatment who can't afford wigs. Um, mm. And I also do some humanitarian work with an incredible man named Jim St. Germain, who also has a book out. And um, we speak to audiences about uh, humanitarian issues and social justice issues.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, I also am a motivational speaker as well.
1: Hey, welcome to the club. (laughs) Thank
0: you. That's my passion. I do love speaking.
1: You know, I think speaking is is the way of healing for a lot of people. Uh, So I want to ask you this question. What does the word trust mean to you?
0: Wow, um, trust is an interesting word for me so let me uh, give you a little bit of story behind that. I was diagnosed with breast cancer when I was 42 years old with no family history and I the year before that I had a torn ligament in my right wrist and I picked a Stanford grad and um, the Dallas Mavericks orthopedic surgeon to do my surgery to repair my wrist and I trusted Um, I trusted what I was supposed to trust, right? I trusted Mm -hmm. my doctor. I trusted um, authority. I trusted uh, people to uh, back me up. I trusted people to listen to me. Yeah. And and my trust was kind of shattered because that doctor uh, left an infection in my arm and eventually, months later, my arm was fused. And then my trust in people kind of went down and then I was diagnosed with breast cancer and my trust in the belief system that I was strong, I was healthy and capable, and this would never happen to me, that kind of faltered. Mm -hmm. And once I started chemotherapy and started listening to my friends who are incredible women, um, my trust, I started to regain some trust. I started to regain trust in my uh, doctor, who was my oncologist, who treated me for breast cancer and I started to have faith in in God, and I started to trust my friends, and I started to trust the people around me. But I I kinda went through a long period where I just didn't trust anybody, and that was a very dark period, because we do need to trust. But we also need to have the right people in our life in order to trust, and that's a very difficult lesson.
1: Yeah, so how do you get to trust?
0: Well, I think you know. Naturally, we want to trust everybody. We want to trust you know when we're young, or at least as a as a as a woman, as a young girl, you you you're you're told, okay, you trust the doctor, you trust uh, whoever, the teachers, you, mm-hmm. and and we we believe that, we buy into that, right? And and that's that's set up as a system that should work. Yeah. Unfor- unfortunately, it doesn't always work, <laughs> and and so and so um, it's hard to. I think it's hard to stop trusting, but once you get, you know, hit by a lot of hits, it's hard yeah. to start trusting again.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but only until you trust yourself, ultimately, is the only trust that, I mean, for me, that's, that's the trust that I really needed that I didn't have for many, many years.
1: It starts there with, with that trust in yourself.
0: Right. And if you don't have that trust in yourself, you don't have that self-worth and that self-esteem and that self-confidence, and, and that can be a ripple effect. Yeah. And decisions that you make and other decisions that uh, happen in your life.
1: Well said. So is is character revealed in hard times or good times?
0: Always in hard times. Um, I, I thought I had a great character. I thought my life was swimmingly well. And I thought. that.
1: Why did you think that? Like, what was what, what? Why did you think it was so it was on top of the world?
0: well and i was a, i was a model i started modeling when i was very young and i was very successful at it and i was doing very well and i married um a, a nice man and that's what i believed my job was to mm-hmm. was to get married and have children and raise a family and you know live in suburbia and 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 model mm-hmm. and unfortunately for me i i didn't really know who i was inside mm-hmm. and i needed it it took me to go through trauma after trauma after trauma to figure out who was Christine Handy, who was she inside, and what did she really want to do with the rest of her life. And until I figured that out, I was very self-involved. I was very self-centered. But the truth is, I was very insecure. And once I figured out, once I lost my hair and lost my looks and you know had 18 surgeries and have scars everywhere now, mm. um, it took that for me to realize I hey, I am I am worth anything and everything. Wow. And I am I am strong and I have a now I have a lot of self-love and self-worth, but I didn't back then when my life looked to everybody else that it was perfect.
1: Wow. That is crazy. You know, yeah, I, and I'm a firm believer in that too. I I thought my life was all well put together being a world-class athlete. But only until I hit that rock bottom, then I realized who I was. Yeah,
0: you have to really dig deep (laughs) to find out who you are. And I don't know that we are set up to really dig deep to find out who we are unless we go through some pain and trauma.
1: Wow. Wow. That's good. So here's one thing that I believe. Every creature on this planet, we have this innate resilience to be in this discomfort zone to achieve something great. When did you realize you had this gift to handle discomfort?
0: Well, again, I mean, I I, I really believed I lived this um, perfect life, this kind of elite life. And I, um, at 35, I had my first brush with death and it was kind of a shock. I had an emergency colon issue and, and the doctor on the table um, made an error and I almost bled to death on the table. And that took about a year to get over. And after that, I thought, okay, you know, I'm pretty resilient. I can get through this. This was a shock and wasn't part of my plan, but okay. Yeah. And life moved forward. And then when I was 41 years old and that happened to my arm, I started to really wonder how much resilience I had. And then six weeks after my arm was fused, um, I was diagnosed with breast cancer and that came out of nowhere. And I thought, I can't, I'm not resilient. I can't take it. And I actually plotted my suicide. And part of the reason why I felt such a despair was not only because I, you know, trusted people that I should have trusted and and they let me down. But also because I didn't, I couldn't figure out what worth I had. If my looks were going to go away, which they of course were because I had cancer and who knew if I was going to survive that. But if I did, you know, my my looks were going to change and I only believed my self-worth was what I looked like. And so I just figured I'm not worth anything, so I'm going to take myself out of this equation. And it was again, it was you know the my friends pouring into me and and trying and finally figuring out through through the help of my friends and through my faith that I was worth so much more than I was giving myself credit for. Mm -hmm. And once I finally figured that out, and I started to practice self love and practice self awareness and practice self esteem, you know exercises I. I just would never have had the capacity to survive, and so my resilience now—I'm um, I'm sure of it, and I'm—it's—I'm built on rock now and not on sand. And mm-hmm. and I go through pain. Listen, I'm in chronic pain in my arm. That that fusion it, it left me in chronic pain, and I—I I don't take pain medication, and I—I I grind my way through it. And you know, I did have breast cancer six years ago, and I do think about reoccurrence, and and that's frightening for me. But I grind my way through it, and. I live my life giving people hope because that's all we have. Mm. Yeah. So my resilience was really tested, and I fought my way back. And I can I can tell you I am. We as humans, we it's shocking to the people shocking to people that read my story or know know me that I am still standing. Wow. And not only am I standing, I am thriving. I am affecting people's lives. I'm changing people's lives. I'm using what almost broke me to help other people and that is what we all have a capacity to do but i would have never five years ago six years ago i would have never believed it
1: yeah so thrive tribe i don't know if you're listening to what she's saying here is what broke her helped build others and that is phenomenal right there and i think we all have the capacity to look at ourselves and point out that flaw that's in us and use it to really change the world, to really impact someone's life. So thanks for sharing that. You said in your book, in your book walk beside me, you said it took nearly dying to realize how much I wanted to live. What did you mean by that statement?
0: Well, again, I mean I felt so much despair after my arm was fused and I was diagnosed with cancer and I, and I really was so, I can't tell you enough. I was so wrapped up into this life of transactional life that i was living and you do this for me and i'll do this for you kind of life and Mm -hmm. um i only what i brought what i thought i brought to the table was what i look like and and that's why people loved me and and so when i when that was shattered right in front of me Mm -hmm. i i felt like my life was falling apart i felt like i was dying which in many ways i was because i had cancer and you know going through chemotherapy but It took me almost literally dying um, to figure out that I actually wanted to live. And now my life is a life of service and a a life of inspiring others, and that's really living. But really, the life I lived before I was diagnosed with cancer was not living. It was shallow, it was um, external, and there was no depth to it. And it didn't really... Matter to me so much other than you know to take care of my family and my friends to take care of other people And now I realize what a loss that is for me Because in my life the only true joy that I've ever gotten is by serving others And I didn't have that Mm. before I went through all this pain. Yeah, and so really Going through all that almost dying gave me a purpose gave me a life
1: Mm.
0: a life that I want to do I want to live
1: you know, it's so cool that Michelangelo, he used this single block of marble to create his masterpieces. And, and in that same way, what you're saying right now is you had to remove all the things that didn't give you worth. What do you think people should do to reveal their true selves? What are some things people should avoid validating their self-worth?
0: Well, um, that's a very good question. I, what I do now is I very definitely daily make a, a mental checklist of my self-worth and self-esteem because I believe it's like a muscle, right? You go mm-hmm. to the gym and you work out and you do different parts of your body. You do abs and you do legs and squats and, and what have you because you're working, you're training different parts of your body. I truly believe that we as, I can only speak for women, but we as women, we... Um, need to nurture our self esteem because we do take hits all the time. Everybody does.
1: Yeah.
0: And I, I think it's a daily practice. And for me, it continues. And I have to remind myself of who, what thoughts am I, whose voice am I listening to? Am I listening to mine? Am I listening to my old self? Am I, am I listening to my positive self? Am I listening to my critical self? Mm-hmm. And I think it's really important that if you know if we don't nurture that self esteem we can go down, you know, we can make bad choices because we feel bad about ourselves. We yeah. can get ourselves into trouble because we feel so bad of ourselves. And, and I, you know, for me, I need to really make uh, an effort with my self-esteem because I, I tend to be pretty critical of myself. Yeah. Um, but not anymore. I mean, I really, I make it like part of my job to work on myself every single day. And I think everybody out there has to do that. It's a muscle. You have to remind yourself to work on your self-esteem.
1: Mm. How else can you work on your self-esteem? You gave us you gave us one tip there.
0: Um, I think that it's important to discern who you are surrounding yourself with. For me, I was very grateful that the friends that I had set up long ago uh, came to my side and never left my side mm. uh, when I was going through all these traumatic events and quite honestly if it weren't for those women in my life i probably wouldn't be here because they poured into me and they kept, they taught me that myself was self esteem matter they taught me that you know god would never forsake me that you mm-hmm. know his mercies are made new every day and and they weren't just saying it to say it they were they stood by me they came every day to take care of me until i believed it wow. and and so that's what i do that's what i try to do for other people now i try to say you know listen it's it's so easy to say, oh, you know, just be positive. That's a bunch of crap. <laughs> I'm sorry. It, yeah, it just yeah. is. Oh, yeah. Okay, just be positive. I have cancer. Okay, just be positive. My arm is now fused and I have no idea how to drive a car anymore. Right. You know, you can't just say that to people. It's just It doesn't work. It doesn't help them. Yeah. So instead of that, yes, it's important to be positive, but how? How do I stay positive? Mm-hmm. And, you know, for me, my friends, they they changed what I was listening to. They changed the podcast I was listening to. They changed, you know, they took out things in my house that weren't life-giving, right? Mm-hmm. They put yeah. plants in my house that are life-giving. And yeah. and they just, they, they showed me what it meant to walk a different walk. Uh-huh. And that's what I try to te- teach people now because, you know, the world is not set up necessarily to help our self-esteem um, and so we have to be very particular on who we listen to what voices inside of ourselves but also the, what voices outside of ourselves
1: yeah so i think you know really really what you're saying here is time doesn't heal all it's intentional living that really can make the difference in our life and when we choose to to walk in those matters that you mentioned greatness can happen like i remember my friend jordana When I first was writing my book, she believed in me at the finish line. She believed that I was going to arrive there. And she did it by sending me a pair of socks. And I am waiting for that day I'm going to wear those those crazy looking socks at my book signing. And those people like we need those colorful people in our life who are going to elevate us, challenge us, encourage us, lift us up, uh, take us places and make us see things that we couldn't even see for ourselves. So yeah, I, I think you hit on something so strong here is, is that it does take us to be intentional, not slapping a band-aid on by putting, you know, positivity in your head or, you know, right. waiting on time to heal something. But how can you really like, like change the course of your life by doing something that's actionable? And that's what we need Thrive tribe.
0: Well, I, I can give you one very good way to change your life and it's to serve others. Mm. I mean, there is a big difference between happiness and joy, and and we all have happiness in our lives, but true joy is only from serving others. Wow. It is so easy to get to get right to receive, yeah. mm-hmm. but it is so much more filled with so much more joy and purpose when you give to others. Yeah, and th- and that that's the way I want to live my life. But that's really the if you want to give somebody, do something for somebody, teach them how to serve.
1: Yeah. Wow. Mm that's good (laughs) teach them how to serve (laughs) (laughs) try to teach my sons that (laughs) (laughs) that's a difficult thing to do because when when life is getting in when life is getting in your way of doing what you want to do you're not thinking about serving you're not thinking about helping others but that's exactly what our lives thrive off of you know Um, to to really give your gift and I was talking about this in another podcast I mean when we give it's just like getting You know, so like when we can just take that sit down to not just think about how we need to like be fulfilled and be lifted up, but give to others so that we can so that we can get exactly what we're looking for in life. Like that's the game changer.
0: It is a game changer. Well, and you talked about time earlier. Time does not always heal the pain for for sure. Mm -hmm. But time's a commodity. Right. And if we all took our time. And we, we said to ourselves, okay, I'm going to allocate this time for this and this time for me and this time for other people. That time that we use for other people would be the time that we would gravitate towards every day mm. because it would be, the, it would be the, the time where we felt the best about ourselves and it provides such a powerful message to the world and it just feels so good and feels so right.
1: Yeah, yeah. For someone who's going through a hard time right now, What's three practical tips you would give them to overcome their situation?
0: Um, I would not tell them to be
1: positive. (laughs) (laughs) That word probably torture you throughout your process. (laughs) They're
0: like, just be positive. I was like, are you kidding me? I have no hair. (laughs) No, I mean, obviously it's important. That's like, that's a cliche. Obviously it's important to be positive, but. But, but how, right? Mm-hmm. So for me, I like to tell people, work on your self-esteem, work on your, your self-worth, work on how you feel about yourself and what you say to yourself. I also, what, what I tell, teach people, especially young women, is pick your tribe, pick mm-hmm. the people that are going to sustain you in this life. And pick women. You know, I can only speak from my perspective. Yeah, I'm a please. woman. Pick wo- pick pick women that are that are in the right direction that you want to go in. Don't yeah. pick women that are in the direction you're you're leaving behind.
1: Mm. And and
0: what say are you that listening- one more
1: time because someone needs to hear that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, pick, really, I mean, who we surround ourselves is truly who we become. Period. Yeah. That's all I have to say. Yeah. But if I want to say more. I, I believe if you pick somebody that you that's going to propel you into your future, you can't pick people that are pulling you in backwards into a life that you've already left behind. Right. And so it's not just the voices inside of yourself. It's the tribe around you. What are they telling you? Are they telling you you're good? Are they telling you you're you're worthy? Are they telling are they giving you time? Right. Yeah. And if they're not get rid of them. You know, be selective in who you, you are, we matter. You matter. I matter.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, the people around me, I'm, I'm selective about who I listen to. I'm selective about who I let surround my, surround me. Mm -hmm. Why? Because I don't want to go backwards.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't want to go into a space that I left, you know, six years ago where I felt terrible about myself. Wow. And so, but I think it's intentional, right? Like you talked about intentional and it's not easy in particular for women because we have these really strong bonds and we think, oh, you know, what? they're going to be a friend later. Or, oh, they didn't mean to say that. Or, well, they re- maybe they didn't say that about me behind my back. That is not true. Just move on. Pick different people. There's plenty of people in this world that will stand by you and stop, stand up for you.
1: Yeah. Let's give, can you give us another one?
0: Um, yeah. And so I also, the other thing that I do is I also surround myself with um, I podcasts that are inspirational, like your podcasts. Um, I I I I pick different music than what I used to listen to, and and you know that's a very personal thing. But I don't listen to. I'm not going to say it, there's too many bad words in some of these songs, but you know, pick 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 songs that are going to pr- push you forward and, and give you you know some self esteem instead of telling you you're a ho b-i-t-c-h you know what Mm -hmm, i
1: mean
0: mm -hmm. and those songs are really popular and that's fine but i don't want to put that in my head yeah and so i yeah it's 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 everything that we surround ourselves with
1: Mm, that's so good and you know like i i constantly have to be cautious of what i allow myself to listen to and be careful what i speak out into this world you know because those are the things that i'm going to project in my life and infect into into who I am so like yeah you you hit it right on like what type of music are you listening to thrive tribe like who are the people you're surrounding yourself with what thoughts are going through your mind on a daily basis because those thoughts those those things that you listen to are going to be the cause of your next movement
0: yeah you are who you surround yourself with that's who you become yeah so be very wise in who you surround yourself with
1: You know, know, I I think about it like this. There's so many people that were called to influence, but that does not mean that they're called to be in our circle of influence. Right. And we have to be cautious of that. We have to protect that estate because, hey, just like anything else, if you mess up the property, the value will go down. So I want to ask you, how can the Thrive Tribe find you on social media? Because I believe... Again, you, you are someone who's, who's this world-class champion who have overcame something that's, that's so phenomenal, uh, tough to, to handle in life. And, and you did it. So it, it'd be great for people to just find you and be connected with you and, and share your messages with them. So how can we find you?
0: Well, thank you. I really do appreciate those kind words and I, um, I accept them. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, so my book is uh, called Walk Beside Me by Christine Handy. And my book is on sold pretty much everywhere: uh, Amazon, uh, Barnes and Noble, uh, uh, Apple, iTunes, and um, the social media that I, I usually uh, push people towards is Instagram because it's easy and it's um, and I do I like to inspire people daily with it. And my Instagram account is Christine Handy One. And so, yeah, I I would love to have uh, people visit my site and check out my book. And I know it's helped so many people, so I hope it continues to. And I know know it will. And that makes me feel very, very flooded with joy.
1: Awesome. Thanks for being on the Thrive Tribe podcast.
0: Wonderful. It's truly an honor. Thank you so much.
1: Hey, Thrive Tribe. Thanks for tuning in. But before you go, I want to ask for one simple favor. Hit the subscribe button. Be the first to know when the next episode is coming out and I'll catch you guys soon.